You're listening to the Dr. Beth Sportcast. Please stay tuned. today outside the French and British embassies in the capital of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Kinshasa masses are demanding that the embassies must be closed and their personnel leave the country. They have accused Britain and America of sponsoring unending war. They masses are saying enough is enough that Britain, France and America must leave their country. It is an extensively researched and widely accepted fact that the Democratic Republic of Congo, even after gaining independence from Belgium in 1960, is still grappling with the financial implications of colonialism in the form of an enormous colonial tax paid to France. This tax, estimated to be approximately $500 billion annually, was imposed by France as compensation for the perceived benefits it had provided to Congo during the colonial period. The tax is enforced through a complex system of treaties, agreements and debt arrangements, which are still in place today. The impact of this colossal financial outlay on the Congolese economy is profound, with the country being deprived of much-needed resources and funds that could have been used for its development. This serves as a stark reminder of the far-reaching and long-lasting effects of imperialism on African nations and the urgent need to address the issue of reparations for the historical injustices inflicted on colonized countries. This is happening the same time when thousands of people are fleeing violence in Eastern Democratic Republic of the Congo as fighting intensifies between the Congolese army and the M23 armed group. Fighters reportedly surrounded the strategic town of Sake on Wednesday, a crucial step before reaching Goma, the capital of North Kivu. Capturing Sake would deal a logistical blow to Congolese soldiers, 
The Congolese army, in collaboration with United Nations peacekeeping troops, is facing a daunting task in attempting to curb the rapid and relentless advance of the M23 rebel group. Despite their concerted efforts, the ongoing conflict has resulted in a mass exodus of people from the town of Sake, with thousands of refugees fleeing to the town of Bulengo, which is situated some 10 kilometers, six miles, to the west of Goma. The displaced civilians have been forced to endure unimaginable hardships, including lack of access to basic necessities, such as food, water, and shelter. And their situation is exacerbated by the fact that the conflict shows no signs of abating. The humanitarian crisis caused by the conflict is therefore worsening by the day, and urgent action is required to address the needs of the affected population. Without a doubt, the rebels' intentions are a topic of great interest. I strongly recommend viewing this compelling video that I have discovered before we proceed, as it provides valuable insight into the matter. What is the war in Congo about? The war in Congo has many layers to it, and the reasons have evolved over time. The reason at play today is the heavy deposit of mineral resources, particularly cobalt. Congo produces around 70% of the world's cobalt. Cobalt has become a significant mineral that is said to be the key to the future and everyone wants it. The US, Britain, France, Israel, and many other countries continue to finance rebel groups to destabilize Congo so that cobalt could be extracted at a cheap price and also easily smuggled out of the country. The Congolese people have become slaves in their own country, controlled by rebel groups to manually extract cobalt for sale in the black market. Most of the cobalt that is exported by Rwanda is actually smuggled illegally from Congo through the help of the M23. The discovery of cobalt has made Congo one of the wealthiest nations in the world, but making its people the poorest in the world. Cobalt is used mainly for lithium-ion batteries, for smartphones, tablets, laptops, electric vehicles, jet engines, medical scanners, and many other devices. In the course of this war in Congo, 6 million people have been killed and 7 million people have been displaced. But guess what? The entire world is silent about this matter. Done. A rocket landed near a university. There were no casualties from the attack, which blasted a crater into an area of open ground in the Lac Ver neighborhood northwest of Goma. But it underscored the potential threat to the city of approximately 2 million people. This shows that M23 is targeting Goma now. They want to kill people in Goma. The government has to do something to stop M23's progress. The ongoing unrest in the East has inflicted significant damage on the civilian population, with numerous individuals falling victim to bombings and retaliatory attacks. Honestly, it is so sad to see that people are leaving their homeland in Congo. People are leaving where they once called home. People are running away from their jobs, their farms, their joy, and everything they once had just to start life afresh somewhere else. Several people have lost their loved ones, their wife, their husbands, their property, their land, their children, their way of life, even their parents. The Democratic Republic of the Congo is the promised land. Congo is a land filled with honey. Congo is a land filled with natural resources. Congo is the richest land on the planet. To 
Congo is the land filled with mineral resources. You can pick up any mineral from the soil in Congo. Congo has the capacity to supply the whole of Africa with constant electricity through the Congo River. The Congo can feed the whole of Africa. Despite being endowed with rich natural resources, the DRC is the second poorest country in the world and the poorest in Africa. Why? Today in this Republic of Congo, DRC, has valuable natural resources that many countries, particularly in the West, want to acquire. Unfortunately, this demand has led to a situation where some groups have exploited these resources, causing conflicts and even genocide in the region. It's crucial to recognize the impact of this situation and work towards a more sustainable and fair use of Congo's resources for the benefit of all. The following is a list of the vast wealth present in the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC, and how the West is exploiting these resources to fuel a devastating genocide in the region. One, Congo is the world's richest country with regards to mineral resources. It has an estimated $23 trillion worth of mineral deposit still untapped. If properly utilized, DR Congo will be both the largest net exporter of natural resources and net producer of finished goods in the world. 2. It is noteworthy that the Democratic Republic of the Congo, DRC, currently holds the distinction of being the foremost global producer of cobalt, with its output representing approximately 60% of the world's total production. Regrettably, however, this valuable resource is frequently exported to support the production of engines for various modes of transportation, ceramics, and batteries for electrical appliances. Three, DR Congo accounts for 80% of the world's coltan production. This is used to produce phones, laptops, and accessories for top companies. Four, the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC, boasts a significant uranium deposit, which has been the subject of global interest. During World War II, the DRC's mineral resources became a highly coveted commodity, especially for the production of atomic bombs. It is noteworthy that approximately 80% of America's nuclear weapons were produced using uranium sourced from the DRC. As a result, the country's uranium reserves have played a prominent role in some of the most significant geopolitical events of the past century. Five, the Congo has the world's second largest diamond reserves and is the third diamond producing country after Russia and Botswana. Six, the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC, is considered as one of the largest gold producers in the world. However, a significant amount of gold is smuggled out of Africa via Tanzania, Rwanda, and Uganda, with Dubai being the final destination. The artisanal gold produced in the DRC is highly sought after due to its quality and unique characteristics. Seven, the abundance of minerals in DR Congo is so immense that it is widely believed that one can extract them with just their bare hands. Eight, did you know that DR Congo is a significant player in the global oil industry? It ranks as the 80th largest producer of oil worldwide, extracting more than 4.1% of its oil reserves annually. 
That's quite an achievement. Nine, the Congo rainforest is home to 600 tree species and 10,000 animal species. Some of its most famous residents include forest elephants, gorillas, chimpanzees, okapi, leopards, hippos, and lions. 10. Congo is a top wood exporting country. Also, the Congo Basin is home to the largest mineral deposit in the world, having wood, oil, diamonds, gold, and coltan. 11. Congo DR is a net exporter of entertainment, with music being one of its largest export, mostly in the 90s. 12. Congo DR can produce 40 gigilas of power, the most in the world. Now, from this list, I guess you have the answers. I remember a few months ago when I posted this video. So, this is a United Nations registered drone reportedly found in a Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC village, loaded with 900 pounds of pure gold, guns, and parachutes. For a brief moment, think about this. This is the same UN that our brothers in DRC protested against and they lost their lives in dozens. It's no surprise that many of us are concerned about the United Nations actions in Africa. Despite some positive efforts, there have been far too many intolerable scandals and instances of sabotage against established authorities on the continent. The UN needs to provide answers for these troubling issues. While it may seem doubtful, we must continue to demand transparency and accountability from the UN until we see real change. The United Nations, UN, along with other international organizations such as the International Criminal Court, ICC, and Interpol, has been accused of being controlled by a small group of powerful nations, commonly referred to as the Unipolar World Order. According to critics, these nations have historically exercised colonial rule over many parts of the world, including Africa, and continue to exert their influence over former colonies through the aforementioned organizations. While the end of physical slavery and the granting of independence to former colonies have been achieved, critics argue that these powerful nations have created and utilized various international bodies to maintain control over their former colonies and to suppress any resistance. These organizations, in the view of critics, are often deployed as attack dogs to enforce the interests of the powerful nations and to punish any perceived deviations from their will. So, before you see UN forces anywhere in Africa, most likely, there's a colonial interest that must be protected alongside the foreign army of those colonizing nations. In Mali, where they were kicked out, the accusation is the same. And the colonial force they helped was France. In Burkina Faso, it's the same. In Niger, and pretty much anywhere else you find them, there's some colonizer they're providing cover for, as our African resources are being stolen and shipped to the West, either for free or for pennies. In any case, I would prefer not to elaborate on the matter further on this platform due to reasons that are evident.
One Great Africa, One Love, Free Free DRC.